Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life and I'm so excited. I've wanted this lady on for such a long time. So today with me I have the Queen of Tara Bess. Hi Tara, how are you doing? Oh my god, what an an intro. I'm amazing, thank you. How are you? I'm so excited as you can tell from my voice. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Oh my absolute pleasure. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So, Tara, for those people who have no idea who you are, which I can imagine there's not many people, but if those people <laughs> that don't know you, would you mind um, introducing yourself and telling us who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Thank you. So, I'm Tara Best. I'm founder and director of Tara Ponta Coaching and Tara Ponta PR. Um, I love champagne, fast cars, pink, and my horse and my dog, basically. Um, I'm somebody on a real mission to help businesswomen change their life, um, whatever that might look like for them, no matter whether they're brand new in business, no matter what their goals are. Um, and I love to do that through blending mindset and marketing. So I think like any success in any area has to start with your mind. Once you really start to nail that mindset, then we can bring in marketing and goals and business stuff and all the good stuff that follows. Yes. Yeah. Uh, definitely and this is why I like I love you so much because you're so like infectious with your like enthusiasm and your mindset and your no crap policy like you say it how it is you're literally like this is how it is and this is but like not in a like uh, I don't know but not in a down way but you're just like this is how it is and this is how you're gonna better your mindset and if you do these steps and do it this way then good things are going to come and like with law of attraction it's definitely something that I've really looked into with your help and listening to your um, podcast and being part of your Bellini program which we're all going to talk about later so can you tell us about how your journey started from like the very beginning with marketing and PR how did mindset come into the equation um, and things like that? Yeah, so it's been quite a journey. So if we rewind to about January 2015, I fucking hated my job. I was so unhappy and I just had, I knew that there was more. I knew that there was something better for me. I kept going to this job that I hated. I kept driving home, crying and just wanting wine and just thinking, oh my God, I hate my life. Bit extreme. I had a lovely, well, boyfriend then, he wasn't even a fiance then and lived in a lovely cottage, but I was like, I just, I'm so unhappy with so many things. And I remember meeting this gentleman. So I was managing, um, I was a manager in hospitality uh, and this gentleman kept coming into the, into the um, establishment. And one day he just said to me, oh, I'm going to be having lots of meetings here. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like being nosy, what are the meetings? He said, I'm setting up a new equestrian lifestyle website. I was like, oh, hello. Been horsey my whole life, did an equine business degree. I was like, oh, hello. I'm intrigued about this. Um, And I literally said to him, if ever you want me to write a blog for you, just let me know. Like I write the newsletters for this place that I work in, do the social media, do their Twitter. I'd happily write a blog for you. And he was like, "Okay, write me a blog. I was like, "Uh, "Okay." (laughs) 
he said I could write it on anything I wanted. Um, so I wrote it on retraining racehorses, something I'd done before and was really wanting to get into again. Um, and at the same time, my employers tried to change my contract. And I said, I don't want to sign this contract. And they said, well, you can leave then. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is my sign. This is my moment to flee. Uh, that was June 2015. I worked a three-day handover, was suddenly unemployed. Um, and I went to this guy and I said, <laughs> I'm unemployed now. I've got £200 in my bank. I don't have any savings. If you really want me to do some more writing for you, just let me know. Um, and it was literally days later, I was working as a journalist at Hickstead. And it just was such a whistle-stop tour of things. Um, I then offered to do a social media management because his social media was poor, should we say? There was room for improvement. And I was like, I'll do it. Um, and yeah, everything has kind of grown from there. He started recommending me to people. Um, there were just so many like, opportunities. I kept just going to shows, going to events, meeting people, going networking, just doing so many things. Um, and before long had um, a PR and marketing company, Tara Prince PR was born. And I carried on doing that for a couple of years, doing the journalism, social media, a bit of PR. And I then suddenly started getting quite a lot of clients through social media. And I happened to share that on Twitter. And somebody messaged me saying, would you mind coaching me in terms of how you get all these clients on social media? It's like, yeah, absolutely. So I charged £70 to drive to Bristol, which is like 45 minutes from me, and do a power hour and just coach somebody in how to use social media in the way that I was using social media. I think that was 2017. And God. then I fell in love with coaching. Oh my God, so much. And split my two companies into two and just started to really focus my energy on the coaching. And I've got an amazing girl called Victoria who now runs the PR company for me. Um, she's amazing. And I put all of my focus into the coaching and I love it. And you're so bloody good at it as well. <laughs> and and uh, with the mindset thing, like has a mindset thing always been part of your um, life and your lifestyle? Or was it something that came to you like later on? And if so, how was it introduced to you? Yeah, I forgot to answer that bit of the question. Didn't I? <laughs> so, um, I fell into it completely by accident. So it's October 2018. I signed up to work with a coach paid 12 grand and I was like holy fucking shit like what am I doing um and fell into the world of mindset and I remember her recommending that I do a morning routine and meditate and I literally said to her I'm a horsey girl from the Cotswolds like we don't meditate we don't do morning routines we don't have crystals and she was like get over yourself and do it it's like okay so I did it to just tick the box I wasn't doing it properly I wasn't doing it well and in doing these affirmations and doing the journaling and doing the gratitudes, I wasn't feeling them. I was just writing them to be like, yeah, coach, I've done it today. Mm-hmm. There was no emotion, no feeling, nothing. Um, and it took, I'd say, a good five, six months before I realized the importance of actually feeling what you're writing. You know, if you're writing, I am financially abundant, but you're not feeling it. You don't believe it. You're like, well, this is a load of bollocks because my bank account says otherwise. It's not going to make yeah. any difference. And I just didn't realize that for so long. Um, and then when I really understood it and really started to grasp the potential of it and how much it could change, not just me and my business, but my whole life, my relationships, the way I viewed the world, the way I am with money, like everything. I was like, oh, my God, this has got such big potential. And then I started to really see 
the potential that it had for like my future, my business and my clients. Um, so I did four qualifications um, all around mindset and rewiring the mind. Um, also a little bit around hypnotherapy as well. So I can hypnotize people. Um, if they won't change their mindset, I'll hypnotize them into it. <laughs> it's not witchcraftery, don't worry. Um, and honestly, I'm obsessed with it. And even now, like I'm obsessed with my morning routine. I'm constantly like growing my mindset, understanding the biology and the science behind it even more. So I can just get it even more. Um, and I do force it on my clients now. I won't lie. <laughs> like if you don't like mindset work, tough. <laughs> no, but I think it's really important. And like I was introduced to you via um, my, well, someone we both have worked with, Susie from Bedford and Bark. Oh, I love this Susie. Loves this Susie. Love you, girl. And um, she introduced me. She's like, oh, my God, you have to follow this lady, Tara. She says she's absolutely amazing. Where are I? Like, talked about your podcast, talked about all of this, because she knows I love a podcast. And she goes, you've got to listen to it. You've got to follow her on Instagram. She's so good. And I went, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. So, obviously, I did. And then um, I, before I met you, I didn't really know anything about mindset, didn't know anything about morning routine. And again, a bit like you with a horsey girl, a bit like, yeah, all right. And I thought, oh, she's here just to sell her, like, you know, programs of mindset and whatever. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go. Like, I'm just going to wake up and I'm going to give it like a couple of weeks and I'm going to try every morning of like, listen to like affirmations and writing things like my gratitude down or journaling or, and then doing a bit of yoga or a bit of stretching and stuff and not look at my phone which is normally the first thing I would do is automatically go straight to my phone, <coughs> which I don't do now. And, uh, and it really does like change, change your mindset. Exactly what it does. And obviously we're all human. We have like some slightly crappier days than others, but generally like on a whole, I'm a much more positive person. Always look at the best in life. Like um, if someone like annoys me I get over it much more quicker than I used to sometimes it used to like fester and like get me more and more like angry throughout a couple of days where now I'm just like like whatever um and yeah it definitely definitely helps but like with the feeling of it that is I think that is something I'm still working on on like feeling like the affirmations or feeling and so is that something that literally just comes with time or is that something that will just one day it will just come to you or ha- no, when, when does it come? When does the feelings come? So I think sometimes the lack of feeling around an affirmation or whatever you're writing in your, in your journal is due to not being connected to what it is you're saying. So early to mid 2019, when I was absolutely flat broke and I was writing, I am financially abundant my subconscious mind can go into its memory bank and say, well, here's the evidence that proves that you are not financially abundant. Check your bank account, check your PayPal, check your Stripe, check your savings account, nothing in any of those. Here's the evidence. So I could have written that until I was blue in the face and got through like 16 viros, but it was not going to change anything. So the thing I did was I started to write things like I am becoming or I am working my way to because then the subconscious mind can't give you the evidence because you are becoming, you are working your way towards this thing. Yeah. So that helps massively. One thing as well that I've just started to kind of play with a little bit in terms of like a feeling is optimism. So when you're wanting to change something, it's really easy. It's like black and white to say, I am this or I am not this. But if you can start to feel a little bit optimistic 
about who you're becoming or a little bit optimistic about your financial situation changing, your subconscious mind has nothing. It can't say, uh, no, you're not doing that, or you can't be that way, or you're not that, because you're just playing with being optimistic for a feeling. Mm. And then your mind cannot be against you. So I think that's the most important thing. And just make sure that whatever you're writing out is what you want. It is the right thing for you. Because that's where a disconnect sometimes happens as well. If you're writing something because you feel that, you know, you heard it on a podcast or you heard me say it. But is that right for you? Is that what you really, really desire? Yeah. And so is that so if someone is like looking to do the morning routine and stuff, is that something where they is it something that they might just need to play around with and realize what they do desire? Because sometimes we maybe get caught up in thinking I need to have 5K months. I need to have this type of car. I need to have this type of house and stuff like, oh, I want this type of house. And then maybe realistically not saying that they can't get it but it's going to be different say for the next person so is it just a time thing where they just sort of realize exactly what their desires are and being quite specific with that yeah and I think it's really important that we do get clear on what we want because so often when we say I want more money I want a newer car or I want this but we aren't specific on it then we forget about it or then we change our minds and the poor universe is there listening to all of these I wants and I desire this and I would like this and it's getting confused. So firstly, are you confusing yourself? And are you confusing the universe? And what do you actually want? You know, it's really important as well, especially around money goals and, you know, things that we want to call in, like financially, or in terms of number of clients. Don't just pluck a number out of thin air and think, yep, I want 5k months. If you're at 2k months, already absolutely packed out, you have no time, you're overwhelmed, you've got no systems, and then you're like, oh, but I want 5k month. And it's like, where the fuck are the three, where's, where the fuck is the three grand going to come from? Yeah. How are you going to manage that? You know, or does your pricing align with that? If you charge 10 pounds for a half an hour service and you want to fill another, I don't know, 50 of those to fill a, a gap or a deficit, do you have the time? So it's a little bit of dream big, but then a little bit of actually look at the numbers and make sure it all stacks up and make sure that it feels right for you. Because if you put this number there and the feeling is, holy shit, how the hell is that going to happen? Or I'm not worthy of that. I'm not good enough for that. You're going to block it all the time. Yeah. And it's probably, like you say, just breaking it down um, with how many hours you have availability in your life. So that is life as in work, family, hobbies, et cetera, et cetera. And then breaking down how many hours you actually have and how how much can you get out of that? hours I guess yeah I remember I think it was when I wanted my first six-figure year in 2019 and at the time I charged I think 750 pounds for like one-to-one coaching and I can't remember the exact maths but I worked out that for me to get to my goal I'd have to have like 179 clients or something I was like well that's gonna burn me out isn't it like I don't have that time in my diary how the hell is that gonna happen so I realized that this goal was something I really, really wanted. And I was like, right, things have to shift. Like maybe I need to do group, group programs or change my coaching style or, you know, or packages or something in a different way to make sure it aligns. So sometimes I think realizing it doesn't align really confirms what you want, but you just mm. got to shift it a little bit. Yeah. And also coming to like another point, which I think we're going to sort of probably link to is outsourcing. So if you don't have the hours, but there's other, you can outsource some tasks to someone else, 
that will free up more hours to do something else. So obviously you outsource as well. Yeah. So I think it was around end of 2017. I was at about two and a half thousand pound months and I wanted to serve more people. I wanted to make more money and I had no time to do so. I was like, right, I've got to, I've got to do something. And it was terrifying. That first time I outsourced, I was terrified. And actually that's Victoria, who was the first person I ever outsourced to, who still runs my PR company now. But it was terrifying. And I'm a control freak and my business is my baby. And I love my clients so much. But I had this fear. What if she just goes straight to my clients, undercuts me and stabs me in the back? Hmm. And for me, it was terrifying. So I got really clear on what I was actually looking for. Um, Initially, I outsourced things like writing blogs, writing press releases. Um, And I literally would say to her, being mega control freak, and she was amazing to deal with it. (laughs) I can write a press release in an hour and a half, two hours max. I will pay you two hours to write one because I didn't want her to take 10 hours to write a press release, eating up the whole amount of money that I've been paid to write a press release. Yeah. So that helped me initially. And I think just starting really small, you know, looking at the tasks that are really repetitive, looking at the tasks that, you know, are not my core zone of genius. So tech is not my thing. Um, Managing Facebook groups isn't really my thing. Email management isn't really my thing. You know, I can do them. I could do all of these things. I've built a business doing all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they aren't the things that make me the money and help me with my bigger mission, which is serving more people. So I always categorize my kind of tasks that I do in my business into three kind of small, medium and large in terms of what that can bring in and in terms of money and for impact. Yeah. Um, and I do the kind of middle one and the top one. And those things like sending invoices or checking in with clients to make sure that they've had their payment link and doing emails, booking podcasts, you know, those sorts of things. They're not my zone of genius, but they are very time consuming. So I think finding somebody like yourself, you know, like a VA that can support with those tasks is massive. What's really interesting with it as well, I think, is a lot of people will see it as a cost and it's not cost. It's an investment because that investment is freeing up your time so you can spend your time on the things that you do best and the things that are going to drive the business forward and make you more money. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's probably maybe one of the, uh, I want to say obstacles, but I don't know if obstacles is the right thing or maybe a concern of people that do approach me. I think they do think like similar, exactly what you said when you first outsource is like allowing someone into their business when they don't really know you, I mean, <clears throat> hopefully they would have heard from word of mouth and things like that and recommendations, but they don't know you as a person and things like that. And to let someone new in is really, really, really hard. And obviously it's my job to like reassure that cus- that client to sort of, that I'm going to do good with their business and I'm going to like support them and things and communicate. I think communicate is a very key to any sort of business relationship um, and and just that reassurance. And then, like you say, once they've made that investment, then they're like, why didn't I not do this a long time ago? <laughs> <laughs> I think for anyone that's terrified, literally just start small. You know, it's terrifying to think, oh, I'm just going to suddenly stop investing £500 a month in this person. That could be so scary. And your subconscious mind is going to think, whoa, who are you to spend £500 on this new person? So if you can, just start really small and just make sure that you've got things in place of maybe the language that you use or how you want 
systems to be done or you know how you want things to be done just so that you've got the things in place before then taking that scary plunge but one thing that I always encourage clients to think is you know six months 12 months down the line where will you be if you don't invest in support right now because Mm. nothing's going to change unless you change something so start small and just take the scary step and that's the same with coaching though isn't it when people invest in a coach it's like the first thing is like well who am I to invest in a coach and what's a coach going to bring to me and how, like that's a lot of money to pay out for and what am I going to get out of it and things but like with one of your courses I was part of your um, Bellini program last year and obviously it was mind-boggling and like loads of information to take in and I did message you a few times going oh my god I've got so much to take in and I don't I don't know if I'm taking it all in and you were really good and you just said look just take bite-sized chunks don't try and take it all in in one session just try and do little chunks and just uh, take in the information absorb it and like process it and then go on to the next bit which was great advice by the way um so with your programs when obviously when you first started you had like your one-to-one programs and then like obviously wanted to develop to your group programs how do you decide what to put in them so i have got um a various number number of programs so like the bellini business programs at 12 week i've got the spritz success which is a little 12 week um generally for each offering that i've got so whether it's a 12 week group program whether it's um a six month group program whether it's a 12 month mastermind I've got an idea of where where that person's at in terms of which would be the best program for them. Because I never want anybody to go into a program that isn't the right program for them. So if somebody was fairly new to mindset or fairly new in business or fairly new to actually having a plan or making a marketing strategy, I would recommend them start on one of the shorter terms, smaller investment programs, such as the Bellini or the Sprit Success. Because that's the sort of thing that's going to give them the foundations to grow whereas you know somebody who's wanting to scale to like multi-six figures is going to be completely different point in their business they're going to have a completely different mindset completely different struggles and frustrations so I love getting to know the person that actually inquires and then recommending the best thing for them I've honestly have people have people inquire before for the champagne mastermind which is 12 month high level mastermind and I say to them actually you're better suited to the sprint success which is coming up mid-feb hold there go for that one and then it's probably 11 grand cheaper for them or 11 grand more affordable um but it's the better thing for them and then they'll get the result and that's what I want I want people to get results I'm not just putting them in any program for anything yeah and I know you're on a mission aren't you to help a certain amount of women in a certain amount of time so what is that goal that you've got (laughs) So I want to help a million women by 2025. I have no idea how I'm going to track this, work this out, do it, make it happen. But I'm going to fucking make it happen. Let me tell you. (laughs) Do you know where you're at at the minute? Do you have any idea how many women you have helped so far? Not a clue. Not a clue. (laughs) I guess if we look at the number of people like across my social media and my email list, podcast downloads, um, hundreds and hundreds of amazing clients, book book sales now that I'm a an author published author I've got my solo book coming out as well um in the next couple of months so yeah we can start looking but I just honestly mindset work has changed my life so much 
in every every aspect, every way. And I just want it to help other people do that as well, no matter where they're at in life or business. Do you um, have a vision board? Are you one that thinks of like with vision boards or do you have other ways of like law of attraction? Yes. Yeah, I love my vision board. I'm such a visual person as well. Um, so I look at my vision board every day as part of my morning routine. Mine literally is just, I've got five A4 pieces of paper and each piece of paper has like, four to six images on and I each morning just look at maybe three or four pictures and feel the feelings that's key feel the feelings as if you're there on that beach or getting in that car or opening that bottle of champagne that's really really key so if you're a visual person vision boards are so powerful your mind also loves pictures and feelings so that's where vision boards work really powerfully because your mind cannot comprehend like how-to strategies or your five steps to do this or seven ways to get yourself to that beach. It, it just cannot comprehend it, but it can look at a picture and feel a feeling. And that then activates your reticular activating system in your brain, which then is going to do what it can to bring this to you. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about your podcast because obviously there's loads to talk about. So I wanted to talk about your podcast because like I say, that's how I kind of like found you and like connected with you and things so tell us about how did the idea of the podcast come around how did you know what you wanted to talk about um and what's the future for your podcast yeah so actually a lot of people were asking me if I was bringing out a podcast and I just kept saying no no and I think it was like April 2020 I was like oh fuck it I just need to bring out a podcast don't I um I called it Tara Talks (laughs) Um, which was a suggestion from a lovely follower. And I just decided to talk about things that I like, basically, which is mindset, marketing, champagne, uh, manifestation and business. And it's a weekly show. And we've got those lovely, loyal followers and listeners. And it's, I just love it. And I get to interview some amazing people. We cover the most random topics, like everything from like manifestation through to like brain health, uh, periods, female cycles, the whole lot, like all of the things that are so important for us in business as women. Um, we just celebrated our 100th episode, which was amazing. Um, and the aim for this year is to just carry on showing up, speaking to amazing people and hopefully just giving people that little something so that they can start to notice the shift in themselves or their business you know, even if they're just listening to a podcast, you know, it's packed full of value. And that's something I'm so, so passionate about as well. Yeah. I mean, that the one, the lady that you had, I think she was on a couple of weeks ago about, um, the you know, the women's cycle and how can it affect like their um, uh, brain activity and their um, creativity and their um, how productive they are. I found that so fascinating. I think that's probably well it is true but it was so true like I could really relate to it and I think god there is some without you know um consciously being aware of it that probably there is some days and some weeks where I'm just not creative at all I'm not as productive that I could be and how it probably does affect my business but there's nothing wrong with that it's just because I'm a woman (laughs) yeah and I think the more we understand that we can honor it and then we can plan our launches at certain times or you know we can recognize when we're just feeling a bit flat or lethargic and recognize that we're not procrastinating. We're not being lazy. It's just our bodies needing a bit more rest this week than next week or last week. And I think it's so important to help you plan things better and just, you know, honor your body, I think. 
Yeah, oh, 100%. So I wanted to also briefly talk about your lifestyle because it is something to be admired out and it is definitely something that I look at to be as a goal for myself, having like the lovely house and the lovely farm and you in the jacuzzi with your champers. <laughs> And it's just lovely and having your horse at home and, you know, but I'm not, you know, it probably was never always like that. Something that you had to work towards. Um, So when people do look at it, they have to sort of remember that it wasn't just there overnight and you just got it overnight. It's something that you had to work towards. Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely been a journey. Um, My mum has always told me you can have anything you put your mind to. And I remember when she bought her first discovery and it's like, oh my God, she's mad. Like I didn't know about manifestation, but I was like, oh my God, she set that as a goal. She wanted a discovery and she bought one. Um, And I remember like the first time that we kind of properly moved out to the countryside. I was like, oh my God, she said that she wanted to, you know, have the horses right outside. And it was all these little things. My mum just kept like pointing us to the fact that if you really want something and you're willing to work for it, you're willing to believe that you can have it, you can have it. And I think that's been huge. Like I live in a lovely area now, but you know, haven't always been that way. Haven't always had my horse at home. Haven't always had new cars. Like I used to dread taking my car to the garage because I was like, oh no, it's going to cost so much in the MOT. And I'd have to ring my mum and be like, mum, it's hundred pounds. Can you put it on your credit card, please? Because I have no money. Um, and it has just been like massive like evolution and growth and yeah working for it you know I'm not about hustling and burning out but I think if you can work smart and believe that it's possible then it absolutely is Um, and we manifested this farmhouse as well like completely manifested it (laughs) that's amazing though that is amazing and it just shows it does work if you if you've got the right feelings and you've got the right um right mindset to do it and you're on the right um mind framework and everything towards it as well and obviously yeah. you've got your little dog Kiwi who's always a little feature on your social media. He's so cute. Oh, I love her. Before we moved here, I literally used to drive along um, the lane past this house and I'd be like, Kiwi, we're going to live there one day, literally pointing to this exact house. Oh my God. And I remember walking her along the lane once and I sneakily took a picture of the farmhouse to put on my vision board while there were people still living in here. <laughs> Yeah, Kiwi loves it here. She's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. And then obviously you've got your horse, Ollie, as well, who's an ex-racer, I believe. Yes. Yeah, 20-year-old ex-race horse now. Um, still thinks he's a four-year-old. Goes galloping at ridiculous speed around the field. Um, and I adore him. I've had him for six years now, I think. Admittedly, don't have as much time to ride as I would like, but I just love spending time with him and you know giving him kisses and cuddles and having him nuzzle into my pocket with his little pink nose so it's nice and having the stable outside literally dream from the kitchen window really really is yeah so yeah yeah you don't have time to ride it so is he like semi-retired now or is it just where you just not I haven't got the time to do that yeah yeah like semi-retired I get on him occasionally go for a little mooch around the village go for a little stroll um and do you know what he's happy which is the main thing so yeah that's it that's that is that's all that matters really so let's talk about the future for Tara Best aka Tara Coaching what is the plan for this year what would you like to achieve by the end of the year oh gosh um (laughs) 
just more amazing client success stories, to be honest. That is the one thing I think that just keeps driving me on. That's my biggest mission in life and business is to just keep helping people. And I think, you know, every single day I'm getting lovely DMs on Instagram from podcast listeners and followers and messages from clients stepping out of their comfort zone and signing clients, even clients that I worked with like years ago still message and they say oh my god I've just hit this goal I'm like yay um and that that's what just keeps me going and that's the point that I feel accomplished and successful in my business it really is that um I think having a little bit more time off would be nice (laughs) having barely been anywhere or done anything for years um and just continuing to just feel good which sounds very basic I think but just feeling good and easy and in flow and abundant and just loving life that's the main thing and that's what it's all about that's the whole meaning of life isn't it it's just to make sure that you live it to the fullest that you've got and you're happy and content I think that's the main key points of life isn't it and with um your holiday obviously you were meant to go to the Maldives so is that now postponed to later in the year yeah, hopefully we might go next January. We're going to try and go away in July. Um, and I made the best of that situation and thought I'll launch a mindset workshop instead. <laughs> so I did that and then started planning out um, a challenge I've got coming up in Feb. And I also did an in-person VIP day to fill the time. So, yeah, got lots done despite not having the sunshine that I so desired. But it's fine. It's all good. Strong mindset didn't impact me as much as I thought it would. <laughs> exactly. And did you want to talk about your um, programs that you've got coming up? Um, you said about February and things. So what programs have you got coming up? Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so I am launching the Spritz Success Accelerator again. Um, we're kicking off on the 21st of Feb. Um, it's a 12-week program, basically for people that are either new in business or those that are new to mindset work or new to looking at actually doing a strategy. Maybe they're new to goals. Um, and it literally will give them everything they need for like mindset, money mindset, marketing, goals, planning, productivity, all the things that you need in place to start to grow your business or to start to make more money, do things around sales and ideal clients and content. It's just, I love it. And I'm so excited and I cannot wait. So it's similar to the Bellini that you did, um, but I'll be doing all the coaching and yeah, it's very targeted and lasered and just fabulous. I can't wait. Excellent. And that's starting on the 21st of Feb and that's a 12 week program. Um, Anything else that you want to do a shout out about? I think that's the main thing to be honest it's the main thing coming up um I am hosting a coaching extravaganza completely free event that is from the 10th to the 12th of Feb so I don't know if this is coming out before then if it is that's amazing um and that's kind of like the main things that we've got going on really I'm looking at doing lots of shorter um little intensive like immersive experiences this year as well so wanting to do like little four week uh, programs on super specific topics just to, again, make things more accessible for people. If people are just wanting to work on money mindset or on marketing or content, you know, we're just going to do super specific things as well. So lots oh, of exciting. Up. Yeah, I'm yeah, so excited. Can't wait. Yeah, I feel buzzy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just before we start finishing off, is there anything else you want to talk about or discuss that we may not have covered on the episode so far that you think, oh, I really want to get that in there? I think the one thing is 
to just actually dream and believe that anything is possible. Because that's one thing that people just don't do enough. They just don't dream big enough or they don't believe that it's possible for them. And no matter what it is that you're wanting to do, I think if you can just set the intention and just believe that little bit more than you don't believe, honestly, anything can happen and things start to shift really quickly when you're kind of in that place as well. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so excited. So I always round up each episode with just some quick fire questions. So I think I know the answer to most of these, but it'd be interesting to what you say. So generally, are you a night in or a night out person? Oh, night out. Night out. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Wellies or heels? Oh, that's a hard one. (laughs) I love my heels, but oh, I love my wellies as well. Oh, you're going to have to have both. I'm going to go heels. I love the post. Not that people will know this when you post the story because it's only 24 hours, but you just posted a nice picture of a lovely pair of heels that were like lace and black and lovely. (laughs) Oh, want those? Yeah. The Boutons, they're gorgeous red soles. Oh, they're my fave. Love, love, love. <laughs> Sweet or savoury? Savoury. Uh, book or film? Book. And is there any books at the minute that you're reading or any books that you would recommend? Obviously, you've got yours that are coming out, but any others that you would recommend? Um, so I've just read Big Money Energy by Ryan Serhant. So he's a real estate broker from New York and he was a million dollar listing New York. If you've ever seen it, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, it's just like addictive binge watching crap, but so good. Um, <laughs> I've just read that, which is actually really good and really interesting. Um, I normally read kind of um, female writers and female yeah. authors. But yeah, I just I just finished that. I thought that was great. So yeah, I love a good book. I try and read for about 30 minutes every day. Good for you. That's really good. I try, but I get easily distracted. <laughs> I do. I literally put my phones on silent, upside down, and I set a timer for 30 minutes. And sometimes I'm like three minutes in from like reading my book and I can feel myself getting twitchy. you be like, I just want yeah. to phone up. I just want to see if I've got like any messages. And I'm like, no, resist the urge. Um, and it's just one of those little things that I love to do that's like away from tech, just yeah. making sure that I'm flooding my mind with like success and good stuff all the time. Yeah, great idea. Um, okay so where can people find you obviously we've got website we've got social medias we've got your podcast um and anywhere else where we can find you so tara punter coaching on instagram is the best place to go i'm on that all the time and i just love hearing people's breakthroughs people's thoughts even questions from like listening to this podcast um so pop me a message on that i'd love to say hi um and tara punter coaching is my website and tara talks is the podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms excellent well thank you so much Tara like I said I've been so excited to have you on and I was so pleased that you said yes so thank you for your time because I know you're a super busy lady so I do appreciate your time thank you so much my absolute pleasure thank you so much for having me I've loved it oh good I'm so pleased and as always guys if you love this episode which I'm sure you will could you please tag Tara and I onto your insert stories so we can see that you're listening and I will speak to you all on the next episode if you listen to this episode I really hope you enjoyed it as I did making it if you um, like to follow me on socials my um, Instagram is Cobbs Equine Services and the same on Facebook Cobbs Equine Services um, if you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, 
episodes to other people and I will speak to you all on the next episode. this episode i really hope you enjoyed it as i did making it if you um like to follow me on socials my um instagram is cobs equine services and the same on facebook cobs equine services um if you are listening to this on your um, apple or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast i really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um other people to highlight the um episodes to other people And I will speak to you all on the next episode.